Good morning, uh, good afternoon, everybody. Here it's Ben Yuko here again with the Zelda Community Gym. Um, I'm a, I'm always on Black Junction, so you, so I haven't had a chance to get back in there in a long time. I hope I can get back in there soon to do some other stuff. So what I want to talk about really is a lot more about the social distancing, the government mind control, because that's what that is. That that's mind control. Because what you what you're doing with social distancing is it's a way that you can say that you can force people to stay isolated and glue the TVs and glue to the phones and not enjoy fresh air. So how do I How do I, how would I, how, how, where we, where could we start talking about this? Well, in my perspective, a better way to discuss, to do typical way of social distancing and learning how to um, do things is, okay, here's, here's what you do. Um, it, it, it says, you know what? You can't do this. You can't have certain power plants up. Oh, you have to regulate oh, what type of places you can go. Say, so, you know, oh, you can't walk in this. Um, you can't. Oh, we're practicing social distancing. That okay? You can't go to this park. Um, you can't. Um, we don't want you to have more than ten people. Well. No, no clubs. Um, no fifty or more people. Um, you can't do this. The way the the way the easiest stuff you don't like to be around people. The easiest way is to pe- make people stay home. Just stay home. If I don't want to be in that particular group, I can say to say to myself, I can just keep my ass at keep my ass at home. But when we have the government, the governors, the governors, governors saying we need to, and some Republicans involved in this too, like the Sanchez's and the McLean's and the Hogan's saying, we're going to shut down your businesses. We're okay to completely illegally shut your businesses down. Shut them down with this We'll follow these things along with all the Democrats with this Amphifalchi's social distancing program. That's what that's what they're trying to say to you. You are okay with them doing this. This them so you can terrorize people and say, Oh, this is do you know what that does to a business when you shut it down more than a certain time? Then you get this is actually this is actually hurting people, hurting people every day and everywhere and every how. So when you look at are okay with blowing 
Okay. Okay. So no small businesses. And people are okay with this mobster behavior. So, so they want to promote this austerity plan to do things to help small businesses. In reality, now they ain't gonna help small businesses. All they're gonna, all they're gonna do is okay. We're gonna give you this loan, but then you have to pay it back in taxes. First of all, if you got, first of all, you have to ask how much are you paying for that. Especially, they're not going to give it to black people. They, they, that's the number one people. And, and I'm going to say this to black America. Black America, why would you support the social distancing bullshit that, oh, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this? It's a way to control you so you can't. So it's always, you know, here in Minnesota, they, had a, um, they have a program at the um, YMCA where they're tr they started like today where they're going to have and that groups of them are going to have a way um, where the kids could the kids could come in even though their parents were on the front lines and practice using the CDC program the Centers of Disease Control instead that practice social distancing Is actually gonna be essential. You people have people have you people have no clue what that is going to do to socialization. It's not only just a violation of it's definitely a violation of the First Amendment because it's freedom of association, freedom of assembly. You telling me you can't go, you can't go to this area, and we're just gonna shut you're gonna shut your business, we're gonna shut this area down. And now in Germany, you can't even have two more than two people. Are you are you telling me is that what you want? Is that what you want? Well, so look at it. Let me show you how the bad. Let's go over the biggest things. Why I feel like. All of them, like number one, we talk about. We just talked about the economy, where they're building up the stimulus package, where they can print more money, get people check with people checks, get people checks, people checks, and people think you're gonna get those checks. You ain't gonna get those. You're gonna get none of those checks. All the all that is just loans that 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 people think you're gonna have to. You think you're gonna have to pay it back? No, they're gonna make you pay it back. Then they give business loans. What business loan is loan is helping Black America? You know, you know, every throughout the entire process and this whole martial law. I want to know what the fuck are all the Black leaders gonna say? All the bootlicking coons in the Congressional Black Caucus. 
And even our state leaders saying absolutely gosh nothing about anything, about anything, not only on the fact on Republican and Democrat calling out and saying this social distancing is mind control. No, they're not going to do that because that's what social distancing is. It's human universal mind control because that's what it is. And now they, one person said, we, Farron Cousins said that they want to use this for saying that it's climate change. Dude, it's all about removing in your social movement. That's what they, that's what they, that's why in colleges, they want to teach these environmental philosophy classes where they can control human movement. It's like, it's sick. Say, oh, this is bad for the Europe. Oh, we don't want this stuff. We don't want, yo, you can't have these gatherings. Oh, you can't, you can't. Do this. Well, do this type of fire, um, fire in your house. That's what social distancing, that's what all this is. You can't even kiss your own woman. You can't even kiss your own wife. That's, is that what you want? I keep telling you, the, the mainstream environmental movement is absolutely phony. It's absolutely phony. Because it's a power grab. It's an environmental power grab. What do you think at the time when Alexander Ocasio-Cortez was talking about the, this Green New Deal? It's nothing but a power grab. It's all a power grab. Bl blowing out resources, controlling social movement. What you, and that's why they, and they, and they're going to introduce it and like, oh, this is, so that's, and, the, and then they put carbon taxes to prove attacks on breathing because that's what they want you to do. They want you to have attacks on your on your breathing. That's why they train us in the school system with all the these things. Like, let me give you an example. I remember this class when I was in Mel. Uh, inter, uh, when it was, now it's called STEM over here at, uh, in Ridgefield. Following known as ritual intermediate school, and I remember this at the middle school too. They have a they have a program called Project Charlie, and this is when they have a segment called anger management, trying to train you to manage your anger. Try to, and yes, you do need to manage your. And but they want you to not manage it when you get mad at authority. That's what they're trying to do with these anger management classes. Says it's always it's always a backdoor agenda behind these things like these things like social distancing, these anger management shit. And no one even nobody even talks about nobody even talks about that. How very devastating. This actually does. I heard yesterday on another example. Let me, and this is going to tie into the next podcast. 
which is CNN's um, um, the situation when I was listening to Wolf Pulitzer, the Mossad agent, the Mossad operative over there at CNN. They had they had the um, a mammy on there, a, a big coon, a handkerchief head of the of the mayor of Washington D.C. She's saying that they were going to put perimeters around. She doesn't want people walking around the blossoms. All this is a how crisis. Just trying to get people to practice. So trying to break up the large crowd. Just, just, just mob criminality. Just, just destroying people's association. And that's what this is. That's what social distancing actually is. It is the end of freedom of assembly. It's the end of freedom of association. It's an end of human action. Do you know, it's it's funny that humans are not designed to sit down. That's even bad for your health. This coronavirus thing should have woke you up to the fact that the it's not just going to wake you up because the government is rogue. The government is rogue and current, which it should, and the black and the black leadership is all full of shit. It should also wake you up to see how the environmental movement is absolutely morally and socially bankrupt. Because that's what it is. It's so it's this is socially bankrupting. Having Green New Deals, having all these things. Where, where real social distancing take, that needs to take place with the damn LGBT community where we have Dwayne Wade telling, telling his son to dress up like a fucking girl. And we have no fucking issue with that. None. No issue. Isn't, isn't, that, social, isn't that real social distancing? Is distancing ourselves from the, from the Latino community uh, to, to the gay community, I mean? The gay community? Think about the nerve they're pushing all this stuff. Think about the think about the nerve that they're just trying to rub it in our goddamn face with this crap. Okay, so let me give you a And you know the biggest thing that doesn't help? Is a corporate media that pins the culture out like in nothing and just scare and scaring everybody. And some of the members of this guy, we're gonna play this clip from Fox. They were they were encouraging Ron DeSantis to shut down the beach. He won't talk about that. He's gonna talk. He'll be. He'll make some. It's gonna make some partial sense. But you have to remember, this is.
But you also need to talk about, this is a guy who let the austerity out of fucking control. So for him to talk about something that he damn knows, damn knows, something that he did, he's decrying it now. But it's but it's true, but he's part of the problem. Okay. I want to start tonight with you. I know people are worried, confused, exasperated, sometimes all in the same moment. And there's a curious divergence between the real world and the people on TV and Twitter. On TV, you see facts and responsible reporting and important, helpful advice, to be sure, but also too often unhelpful, over-dramatizing. The thinnest of veneers separates us from chaos. The number of people who are going to be diagnosed with coronavirus sure. is going to explode. It's going to cause. It's going to cause chaos. It's going to cause pandemonium. And look at listen to that bootlicking coon, Bark Sellers, and try to ravage up the fraud, ravage the fraud, up like some. Saying that this, he probably, and he's thinking, that, oh, that social distancing actually works. Fuck out of here. Yet every single person I've spoken to in the real world, including doctors, academics, business people, they're truly exasperated. They talk about a massive overreaction. It's insane, is a common refrain. Now, I don't agree with that, but I understand why you might be thinking that. It's because there's something missing in what we're being told by our public health officials. Here's what they have told us. One, most people are not at serious risk from the coronavirus. While anyone can get it and anyone can spread it, so far, only a very small proportion end up sick enough to be hospitalized. For the most part, the people who get in trouble and ultimately, tragically, would die from this are people who are elderly and or have underlying conditions, heart disease, chronic lung disease, diabetes, obesity because of the difficulty in breathing back and forth. Let's stop. Let's stop right there. Dr. Felchy was speaking about that earlier. Now he changed his tune. You know, it's funny. Felchy knows it's coming from the bad food, the vitamin D deficiency, the chemicals in our food. That's that is where our problem starts. But Anthony Felchy doesn't want to have a little chat about that. Okay. They're also saying, thankfully, that kids don't get sick from it. So here's the question many are asking. If kids don't get it, if most of the people who do get it will be fine, why are we closing down America to fight it? Let me try to explain. One answer we've been given is that it's the death rate. Here's what Dr. Fauci said to Sean Hannity this week. It's 10 times more lethal than the seasonal flu. You, you got to make sure that people understand that. See? And where does that flu come from? The vaccines. But see, he makes a killing, killing, killing a lot of money. In the next podcast, I'll be discussing. And I'm going to be calling him out. Be along with the along with all the news networks, but especially CNN, it's led the charge of a lot of this shit that they're pushing. Okay, but the question is, how does that square with the other things the medics have told us? 
Look what Ted Cruz said the CDC told him last week, prompting his self-quarantine. Quote, testing is not effective before symptoms manifest. We've also been told by the public health officials that many infected people won't have symptoms at all. Our experience to date, though, is that most people, more than 85%, will have mild or no symptoms. So even if we get every single American tested, according to the CDC, we won't know who has coronavirus. And so an accurate death rate is literally unknowable. So it seems to me that the really important number and the really important point we all need to understand is the total number of Americans who may need hospital treatment at any one time. Congress's in-house doctor told congressional staffers that he expects 70 to 150 million people in the US to contract the virus. Now, that sounds plausible because we know that this virus is more contagious than normal flu, which has infected up to 90 million people in America in a bad year. We've got about 920,000 hospital beds, with most of them already in use. One estimate by an infectious disease specialist projected 96 million infections in the US with 5% needing hospitalization, or 4.8 million people. If even a fraction of that number is concentrated at one point in time, it would totally overwhelm our hospital system, and you end up with patients dying in corridors like in Italy. So we have to reduce the number of hospitalizations at any one time, spread it out in the jargon, flatten the curve. That's the stated reason for school closures and the NBA, NHL, and MLB, and all the rest. Large gatherings spread the infection, and even if there are no vulnerable people there, healthy people can leave and infect someone who really is at risk, who then might need hospital treatment. The idea behind closing schools is not to protect the kids who will likely be fine, but to protect grandparents from the kids. But again, many people hear all this from the public health officials and are asking, does that really add up? You told me most people will be fine and you told me kids don't get it. If you close schools, won't kids be more likely to come into contact with grandparents, especially if the family can't afford or arrange childcare? So I have a plea to Dr. Fauci and the others. You want all Americans to cooperate with your public health strategy. At the organizational level with the NBA and so on, that is happening. But there are still millions of Americans who, quite frankly, don't buy into what you're saying. And simply repeating it won't work. You need to answer the big question many Americans are asking, and it's this. Instead of closing schools, colleges, sports, and other large gatherings for the general population, why don't we isolate the vulnerable population, like California just announced? Instead of draconian steps that will tank the economy for everyone, why don't we focus our draconian action on those most at risk? Now, I'm sure there's a good answer to that question, but we haven't heard it yet from Dr. Fauci or any of them. And until we do, frankly, you're going to have millions of Americans not trusting what the officials say. And that is the last thing we need at a time of national emergency. Still, in the words of a British government official I used to work with, Wawa, we are where we are. The president should understand the new reality and the new political reality. The balance has tipped from the biggest political risk being a crashed economy to it being the perception that President Trump 
mishandled the crisis. Now, of course, the anti-Trump cult will say he has whatever he does. Uh, a horrible public health crisis. The government has entirely failed. The president of the United States doesn't care about us. He doesn't care about us. He doesn't care about the public. Well, you just look at all of his statements, and it's almost as if Donald Trump is actively working to tank the stock market. Everybody. Okay, he is. He is tanking. He's helping taking the economy. But um, you, dumbass, um, Morning Joe. You're doing that too. All rest of all the rest in the media. You're encouraging the fraud. Okay. In America knows his president lies. That he lies about things that matter and he lies about things that don't matter. But now we have a crisis and they know he's lying. Yeah, they're the ones lying. The president did act boldly, restricting travel from China, the epicenter of it all, then Europe. The new epicenter, helping nursing homes protect themselves from outbreaks, signing an $8.3 billion aid package, working with insurance companies to cover testing costs, providing aid to small businesses, and of course, the emergency declaration, which will unlock more funding and unleash the hospital system and national emergency services. We'll have more on the economic impact and that testing fiasco later tonight. But even Gavin Newsom praised the president's actions. I had a private conversation with him around 4.30 uh, West Coast time. Uh, and he said everything uh, that I could have hoped for. Uh, and we had a very long conversation. Uh, and every single thing he said, they followed through on. Right. This is now a national emergency. So the question is what to do next. And I've got two big recommendations. First our medical capacity. If there's chaos in the hospitals, like in Italy, President Trump can say goodbye to a second term. The world will be watching. Don't let America's hospitals become the equivalent of California's homeless crisis. I'm going to end this clip here because I think I think I can get some little bits in truth. I, um, there was a mixture of pro-Trump stuff, but in the media, and that's what this show is. But some of it, some of the questions he's was asking, asking were very good questions that people are asking, and we've been saying that about all the social distancing. This is about tanking the economy. It is about tanking the economy, and that's all this is doing. I I see you in the next podcast. Okay, I did discuss the media fear-mongering, and the propaganda that's been being shoved down our throats that is helping institute martial law.